My name is Lincoln. Thanks for joining me once again. You're listening to That's the Truth. Coming right up is the audio recording of one of our live stream services from the House of God here in Montreal. You can watch the video recording on our Facebook page, Linked with God. That's L-I-N-K-E-D, with God. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel, That's the Truth. If you have trouble finding that page, go to youtube.com, enter That's the Truth in the search bar, click on the filter button, which you'll see a little lower to the left of the search bar, then click on the channel button where you'll see the Bible icon that identifies our channel, That's the Truth, and that should appear right on top of the list. Click on the Bible icon where you'll then have access to all of our teachings on video. Please share these links with your friends and family so they too can be blessed with the Word of God as you are receiving it right now. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Well, let's get right to it. Get your Bibles. There's a lot to read because God has a lot to say to us. Directly from the Word of God, you're listening to That's the Truth. Hallelujah, the last line. Glory, glory, hallelujah. 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 Praise His holy name. Hallelujah. In our French service, in our French service, I quoted a verse. It's from Hebrews chapter 12. And it said, let us lay aside every weight and the sin. And in the French, the way they translated weight, it was translated by burden. So a weight will burden you. So as my sister's singing, I've laid my burdens down. I've laid my weights down. Come to me, Jesus says. Hallelujah. You're looking for something that is easy to bear, a yoke that is easy, amen, to carry, to transport. Come to Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Welcome. This is a live stream from the House of God here in Montreal. Welcome everyone who's listening. We can get some numbers up if you share this link. Others will come and join you. Very quick. My name is Lincoln, by the way, and I'm blessed and I'm honored to be um, in your houses, in your cars, or in your ears. You might be listening in earbuds or listening to the audio or to the video. However you're listening, Welcome, welcome, welcome. Very quickly, I'm going to read from the 47th chapter of Psalm before we do um, or say anything else. I'm, I'm getting ready to pray. But this goes along with what my brother and sister have uh, accomplished for the past few minutes. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises unto our King. Sing praises. That's verse Six in verse seven, for God is the king of all the earth. What are we going to do? Sing ye praises and sing with understanding. Hallelujah. So I trust you've had the opportunity for the past 15, 20 minutes or so to sing, amen, um, under the help or the encouragement of my brother and sister. A little bit of organ, a little bit of stringed instruments so that you can hum along or, uh, well, it says sing, so I shouldn't say hum because humming is not singing. So don't whistle. You got to sing. You got to open your mouth, amen, and make some noise is what the Bible says, amen. As long as that noise is joyful, and I think we have several reasons why to uh, be happy today, why to be smiling today, why the joy of the Lord, which is our strength, praise God. And after preaching for almost 
last two hours. I need joy because I need strength, praise God. And this comes from the joy of the Lord. Amen. And I trust today, praise God, that we can have this benefit, as the Bible says, amen, daily benefit. I need my health daily. Someone say daily, amen. I need peace daily. I need my strength daily. I need to go to work. I need to go to school. I need to accomplish what God wants me to accomplish. Someone say daily, praise God. So as we go to God in prayer, as we lift up our holy hands, as the Bible says, as we look up unto the hills from whence cometh our help, we're going to look up, praise God, for our help cometh from the Lord. And I thank God, whatever help you need today, praise God, God, amen, is there listening? We're going to pray. We're going to, we're going to make our request known is what the Bible says unto God. So we're going to pray. We're going to supplicate. Uh, we're going to offer sacrifices like we have. Amen. If you haven't offered a sacrifice for of, of, of praise, well, the music was there for you to do that. If it's been a while since you've offered a sacrifice as far as your tithes or offerings, well, then do it now. Electronically, you can serve. You can be serving God that way right now. If you haven't testified, amen, if you haven't told your neighbor. We read last week where the people of God, just before they saw the hand of God move, or if I put it in the right perspective, what provoked the hand of God to move. Amen. The people stood there and they said, Blessed be the Lord God, whose mercy endureth forever. Amen. And then they saw, hallelujah, they saw the mercy of God. They needed mercy because they were outnumbered. Amen. The enemy, the foe, was greater, so they needed the mercy of God, and then there was the mercy of God because they did praise and they did sing unto God. Praise God. So the singing, taking care of that. The praising, we've taken care of that. Now we're going to pray. So 30 seconds, I'll give you just share this link so everybody can be online. I think we're past five o'clock now. So let's uh, come together in one accord, one heart, one mind, one spirit. We're talking about the another spirit we're talking about the good spirit today as we go into the scriptures so we're going to be spiritual we're going to get spiritual right now praise god my father our father which art in heaven on behalf of all my brothers and sisters everybody tuned in everybody listening in their homes in their houses wherever they may be lord today praise god those standing in front of me those standing around me we come to you your name is holy your name is hallowed. Your name is sanctified. And I thank God today, praise God, for a name as such. A name above every other name, Lord. It doesn't matter what circumstance that is in this world today. People have, they're saying all kinds of words. They say cancer. They say COVID. They say gas. They say government. They say enough of those words, praise God, because there's a name. There's a word. There's a name above all those other names. The names of every sickness. The names of every sorrow. The names of every devil every demon. We have the name of Jesus today that we lift up. Hallelujah. There's salvation in that name, healing in that name, victory in that name, deliverance in that name. Jesus Christ came to do a work for you and I today, and I thank God that we are, we, we, we are thankful, praise God, for what you have done. Blood which was shed on the way to the cross, on the cross, blood which was shed for the redemption of our sins today. Lord, we are thankful, hallelujah, for the work which was wrought 
on Calvary. Nothing was left out. Nothing was left behind. Praise God. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, was able to say, it is finished. It's all been done. As he drew or as he exhaled his last breath. Praise God. Then the work continued. He went into the depths of this earth to, to set at liberty the captives that were bound by death, that were bound by the grave. And I thank God today that Jesus Christ, not only is he alive, but he is the resurrection. Not only is the resurrection, but he is the life, Lord. I thank God today, praise God, to have a Savior as such. Praise God. I pray this revelation into the world right now. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. This is what people need to hear today. Maybe you're hearing it for the first time. This is truth. This is undeniable, unmovable, immutable truth. Je Jesus Christ is not dead, but he is alive, and he's alive in me. Someone can say, in me. You have your hands up. Thank God for that life which is in you. Bless the word of God. Anoint it as it comes forth. Thank God for strength in this vessel to deliver what thus saith the Lord, what the Spirit of God has to say unto the church today, unto my brothers and sisters, for the work of the ministry, for the perfecting of the saints. I thank God for the edification which we all need. In Jesus' name, praise God, that our iron be sharpened with iron today, with the power of the Word of God. Strongholds be broken. Whatever exalteth itself against the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I thank God we cast them down. In Jesus' name, praise God. Peace in our households, peace in our children, peace in our children's children, peace on the way to work, peace on the way to school, peace on the way that our to and fro are going in and are coming out is blessed today because the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down by the still waters. I am so thankful for still waters today. Praise God. Peaceful waters. Praise God. Amen. Flows like a river, but my peace, praise God. Our peace, hallelujah, is there for all my brothers and sisters listening today. It doesn't come from this world. It is not of this world. We have a minister who came to make peace, and so making peace. Thank God today his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. We're thankful. We lift up that great name, and I thank God today. Praise God as this message comes forth. Forth it will be anointed. Every word will make its way into good ground, Lord. This is my prayer, and I thank God today in the name of Jesus, I can call it done. Hallelujah. Praise God. Whatever our needs may be, Lord, I thank God today. Whoever is listening, praise God. Whoever are the prayer requests that we made known unto you in our French service, I thank God they're being answered right now in Jesus' name. Ask and we shall receive. So, Lord, as we ask, I thank God we are receiving today health from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet. Our strength, praise God, in Jesus' name. Our businesses are blessed, multiplied, praise God. Our offerings are being multiplied into contracts, being multiplied into more profit. In the name of Jesus, praise God, we're ready to work. Amen. We're not just sitting here waiting for a handout. We want to go to work. The phone rings. The emails come in. Praise God. And our companies are blessed. Praise God. My brother, praise God. My other brother, my brother, praise God. Right here. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. Everybody listening at home, your companies, whatever it is, you're blessed. Even if it's not your company, well, the company you work for is blessed because you're working for that company or you're working for that school system or whatever it is, Lord. Amen. I pray a blessing into the lives of all my brothers and sisters, our young people as well in the school system, their education, whatever they're being taught. Lord, I thank God today that the teaching they receive, praise God, it teaches the teachers. Hallelujah. No disrespect, praise God, but there is only one way, one truth in Jesus' name, praise God. And we're not going to be derailed. We're not going to be sidetracked. We're not going to be tossed aside. We're not going to be sitting by the wayside. Lord, we're on that way which leadeth unto life, and that way is your Son, Jesus Christ, Lord. In Jesus' name today, I call these things done, and I give you all the praise, and I give you all the glory, praise God. Amen. Even this morning, as the prayer request came in, as the phone rang, and I would pray, for those needs, I thank God today, praise God, it is still, praise God, in effect. Hallelujah, in Jesus' name, praise God. Amen. Even though the devil will try to come back, he is not welcome. I thank God today, praise God, even though the sickness or the pain or the hurt or the discomfort tries to come back, go somewhere else and play. Praise God. The children of God are not your playground devil. In Jesus' name, we rebuke your foul spirits of infirmity. Amen. Of disruption. In Jesus' name. And I thank God today you're cast out. Amen. Bound. Hallelujah. And cast out. In Jesus' name, praise God. Whatever needs to circulate, it circulates. Whatever needs to breathe, breathe in, is being breathed in and breathed out. Whatever organs need to come back to life, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Kidneys that need to function, liver, thyroid, pancreas, heart, lungs, the brain, amen. The exams are coming up. What else, amen, needs to function? Our muscles, amen, every fiber of our being, our bones, Lord. I thank God today, praise God, that we can be filled with your goodness. Hallelujah. Your fullness today, praise God. The work uh, which is being done right now, praise God, is a work that is a perfect work. It's a work that is complete. It is a work by your hands, Lord. And I thank God today, praise God, as our creator, as our maker, praise God. It's good things in the life of my brother and my sister, praise God. Everyone listening today, as we call upon you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, praise God. Hallelujah. I declare and decree these things done in Jesus' name. Amen. All the saints of God, everyone says amen and amen. Praise God. Keep your hands up for a moment or two. Thank God for the blessing as we have made known our requests. Maybe we have, amen, today we're in good shape and we have no request or any, so we're just thankful. Amen. The Bible says in all things giving thanks. So we thank God for this place. We thank God for the message which we are about to receive. We thank God for what's in our hands. Amen. We thank God, amen, for what's before our eyes. Hallelujah. And it's not just there in a physical uh, sense, but spiritually or invisibly, you can't see it. It's in our hearts. It's in our minds. Amen. It's our thoughts. Praise God. Amen. Someone can say, it's in me. Amen. Thank God that book is open. It's in my hands. Praise God. But in me today. Praise God. Amen. Even our clients, in Jesus' name, devil, back off. Hands off. 
our clients. In Jesus' name, praise God. Amen. Ronnie, not only does Ronnie need his soul saved, but he needs this germ, this virus, amen, to come off his body. In Jesus' name. You've tried to kill him, I don't know how many times, but not today, Lord. In Jesus' name, save his soul. Praise God as my sister ministers to him for the salvation of his soul and for his family too. Stubborn and rebellious, amen, nation that we live in. But I thank God today, praise God, as we do what the Bible says. Amen. We are blessed. We are blessed. And we are blessed, praise God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Psalm chapter 47. Amen. God reigneth, the next verse, I read verses 6 and 7. God reigneth over the heathen. God sitteth upon the throne of his holiness. Praise God. The faith I have as I have spoken to God. Amen. It's made it past the ceiling board boards. It's made it to the throne of glory. It's made it to the throne where our God, our Father in heaven, sits at his right hand is Jesus Christ, our intercessor, our, our mediator. Praise God. I thank God today. I don't know how much I've said in the past 10 minutes or so, but amen. I think we have a long list that we can say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. At home, you say, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Praise his holy name. Praise God. I thank God today. Hallelujah, that the blessing of God is there for us. Praise God. Another 15, 20 seconds. Amen. Give God your best with all your effort. Hallelujah, with all your soul. Praise God. Be a blessing unto God as you offer unto him the fruit of your lips continually. That is a sacrifice of praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. If your hands are still up, hallelujah. All the day long. Praise God. Hallelujah. At home, wherever you are. Amen. I read to sing praises while you can shout some praises unto God. Hallelujah. Amen. Someone say, I'm thankful. Hallelujah. I'm thankful. Praise God. So thankful. All the days of my life, praise God. Hallelujah. At home, I trust you're saying it. Hallelujah. Thankful. As my sister and my brother play, praise God, rejoice in the Lord. Clapping your hands, feel free to clap your hands. Hallelujah. At home, you can clap with the music. One more time, everyone is thankful. Hallelujah. 
time the last line thankful all the days hallelujah I'm thankful someone say thank you Jesus all the days of my life praise God amen well, I trust everyone has joined with us. Last week, um, the meeting was long. Some people didn't even, some of you didn't even make it to the end. Somehow I did. Even it was long in French, long in English. This today was long as well in French, but I had some scriptures we had to catch up on, so I've maybe, maybe a little less reading. If you look at the uh, general title, Friend or Foe, this is part five. Welcome, amen, to the series of teaching. If you've missed parts one through four or any of the parts, it is worth your while to go back, especially last week. Thank God that as we get into um, this week, yes, we're going to go back to Numbers 14, but I have a few scriptures we're going to read prior. Probably will not make it through that entire chapter, but keep this in mind as you read it today. Um, I have Numbers 14, verse 24 marked down, which is important. I want to get there. My subtitle is Another Spirit. We're going to look at, um, again, we're looking at who your friend is, who your foe is. If you read in the, in the commentary or in the description, I wrote that um, if you have a friend, a, I'm trying to remember what I wrote. If you have a friend, a true friend, a real friend, even not just one of those Facebook friends, me, my friend, I got 500 friends and you don't know any of them except your mother. Uh, that's what Facebook is. You know, I'm not making fun, but that's the society that we live in. It's true. Amen. So, but I'm talking a friend that will support, a friend that will exhort, a friend that will edify. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Right now, this stool that I'm sitting on, it's my friend. Amen. Because I was too long-winded in French and I haven't recovered yet. So I'm going to sit for a couple of minutes before I get up and start going. Praise God. But we're going to do a little bit of revision so that we can all be, uh, be blessed with what God has for us today. Thank God for everyone who's listening. Praise God. It is a blessing, amen, to have you uh, assembled with us. Praise God. Amen. As we live stream this message coming from the house of God. Praise God. And we're looking for, amen. I thank God for what's in my hands today. We're going to look at specifics. Praise God. The world today, amen, they, 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 they have expressions that they want to go by, you know, data. It's so important. Data right now is, is almost, amen, a commodity that you can't seem to put a price on. Amen. It's, excuse me. It seems that companies, they want to collect data on you and I, on our habits. When do you buy? What do we buy? When are we most, what time of the day or what day of the week will we spend money more easily or more quickly? And, and, and I thank God today, yeah, I do have data. It's right here. Amen. It's not digital ones and zeros. It's not Bitcoin or, or binary digits. Amen. It's word. It's, it's letters that are put together and they form syllables and the syllables form words. 
And Jesus said they are words of what? Spirit and of life, praise God. So this is data which you can't seem to put a price on. It's, uh, there is, amen, this is invaluable, praise God. I don't care if you have a platinum card in the left pocket and a gold card in the right pocket. And whatever credit company, amen, praise God. You got your platinum, you've got your gold, and I've got the Word of God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, amen. In the beginning, it was the same. Same as what? Same as right now. Amen. Someone say right now, when you read verse 2, that second verse in John chapter 1. Praise God. Amen. It was the same. Why was the same? Because the word doesn't change, because God doesn't change. Amen. As God has spoken his word today, look at what's in your hands. The same. Someone say the same. Hallelujah. Make this clear lately, because people are, and as I, I mentioned, I won't go back into those details, but I, I mentioned some, there's one thing I need to correct, so just remind me something I said last week, and I just didn't come out right, and um, so I'm just going to make a correction, but last week I mentioned uh, a couple of names, and some of you went in and heard, and then I received links to go back and listen to their advisors, and what is happening is they are, uh, how can I say this? Uh, well, basically, I told my brother that um, the, I, I said, it, it, they're, they're literally, you know, and I, and I mean this literally, they're literally ripping out, ripping pages out of the Bible. As they say that Jesus Christ, there is, he never resurrected. I don't know how many pages that is. That's some Old Testament pages and that's some New Testament pages. Amen. That Jesus is not the Son of God. It was just who I don't want to say it because I just don't want to put that out there. Now it's enough. They're saying it enough. Amen. We know the revelation that Peter received. Thou art the Christ, the anointed one. Amen. Amen. That's what that that's what that means. Some people think that Christ was Jesus' second name or his family name. No, Christ is the anointed one. Thank God for the anointing today. It is the anointing that breaks the yoke. Praise God. Thank God for Jesus Christ. So when you have world leaders, I mean, this is not just Tom, Dick, and Harry in his corner, you know, sit writing something on Facebook with three followers, and it's their, you know, his mom and his cat and his dog following. These are people that have influence in the world today. So we need someone, that's you and me, amen, to stand in the gap. We need someone to lift this up. We need someone, amen, that can yell it a little louder, Get up on your rooftop and shout it out. Amen. Try to bury this noise because it's what it is. Noise that sounds like a devil. Noise that sounds like demons coming out of hell. Denying the Christ. The spirit of the Antichrist we read last week is in this world. And there it is. So what are we going to do? We're in this world. We got to do something. Amen. God who is with us. I, I've said this before. The past two, three weeks, I'm saying God is, God, God has a process. Amen. At home, I trust some of you said amen. I didn't get any, any amens here from in front of me. But God has, amen, God is an intentional God. God doesn't do anything by incidentally. He doesn't do anything accidentally. And he doesn't do anything coincidentally. And you can write this down. When you read the scriptures, amen, God, we were looking at, People, the, the, the foe, the enemy, they were the enemy of the congregation. They came and they presented a, a false report, caused the congregation to sin. And the congregation, they believed this report. 
Amen. So it's not that the promise of God became of none effect. It's just God put it on hold for 40 years. That's all. Amen. I asked my French brothers and sisters, I said, what's 40 years to God? If my life, I'm 60, and if it's but a vapor, amen, I got 10 years of promise to go. If it's just but, what's 40? What's, amen, we have, have, we're promised three score and 10, which is seven. If you have good health, you'll get to to four score. So half of four score is 40. What is that? If that's a vapor, then what is 40 years to God? A part, a half a vapor? Amen. So when God says, okay, except for Caleb and Joshua, and we're going to look at that today. God says, yeah, okay, that's the way you want it. You can wander around in circles, and y'all going to die because of your sin. We're going to read this, so stick with me. We're going to read this as we, um, uh, as, as we get ready to continue this teaching. Like I said, it's part five. Amen. God, who is a spirit, God works in a spiritual way. Our weapons are not carnal, but they are spiritual. So spiritual weapons means we are using spiritual weapons for what? A spiritual warfare. So today, when you look at the subtitle, Another Spirit, praise God, we're going to be talking about another spirit, as my iron will sharpen your iron, hallelujah, and your iron sharpens my iron. I thank God for it, praise God. Going back to the correction, when I was listening to the preaching last week, um, I mentioned that Jesus was dead for five or six hours, and that is completely wrong. We know he was dead for, he was in the grave for three nights. Uh, What I should have said, or what I could have said, was Jesus was on the cross, for five or six hours. That's where the five or six hours comes in. We know that if Resurrection Sunday, if we call it Resurrection Sunday, if it was Sunday, well, Saturday night, Friday night, Thursday night, he was in the grave. We know that because Jesus said, I'm going to be spending uh, the same amount of time that Jonas in the whale's belly, uh, the same amount of time that, uh, not Jonas, Jonah, Sorry if there's any Jonas listening. The same amount of time that Jonah was in the belly of the whale, he says, I will be in the depth of the earth. So whatever day, however you see the calendar, whatever calendar you're on, it's three days and three nights. So that's what I should have said. That's the time it took for Jesus Christ to go into the depth and set at liberty the captives. Praise God. His mission. Hallelujah. For the spirit of the Lord God is upon me today. Talking about the Spirit, praise God. So I may as well get that verse, amen, on the table. May as well get that verse out of the way as Jesus stood in the synagogue. It wasn't a spirit of his rabbi. It wasn't a spirit of the Pharisees. It wasn't a spirit of the Sadducees. Jesus was able to say, for the Spirit of the Lord, amen, is upon me. He's fulfilling prophecy. Isaiah, I think it's chapter 51 or is it 53? Isaiah, who mentioned this is what's going to happen. And here it was happening right before their eyes. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. As Jesus Christ came unto his own, praise God. So I thank God we have a lot to thank God for today because Jesus Christ did come and he is the same. Amen. This is what we need to tell people and say, look, as we read this, as we see it in the scriptures, amen, I ask someone, well, they, you know, they believe, oh yeah, Jesus, he healed. He walked the face of this earth and he healed. Well, that means Jesus was a healer 2,000 years ago. Well, that's a long way to go back, but we can. If Jesus was a healer 2,000 years ago, Jesus is a healer today because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he healed. That makes him a healer. He is the same. Amen. We looked at the book of Acts. It didn't really end. 
I don't know what chapter we're in, but here we are today, and we're still active. The Spirit of God is still active. The Holy Ghost, amen, is upon us. We're filled with the Holy Ghost. We talk in tongues. We can prophesy and enter and interpret, amen. Seek those gifts, praise God, that are going to be beneficial in your life, praise God, and you shall receive them. Hallelujah. Last week, we looked at a congregation. I already mentioned the congregation that believed the 10 spies, and we see where they spent the night murmuring. And last week, the teaching was, uh, do we murmur or, do, or are, we, like, are we murmuring or are we praying? Amen. Murmur. I wrote in this, the margin of my Bible, I wrote murmur or prayer. What's it going to be? Amen. We can see where prayer moves God. Murmuring, well, moves God, but not in our favor. Amen. God says, if that's uh, the way you're going to be, well, let me, and we're going to read this a little later on. Amen. Remember, we're coming off of Proverbs 27, verse 17, where iron sharpeneth iron, so a man, so a woman will sharpen the countenance of their friend. I need to be surrounded with friends that will exhort, that will uplift, that will be there by my side, not discourage me. Amen. I'm getting ready to preach in French. And I saw the screen of my telephone lit up. Somebody sent me, amen, my brother was just 10 feet. Might have been easier just to shout it out. This technology where you sit there and say, hey, I can see you. I, can, I know you're there. I can wave at you. Let me text Lincoln. 10 feet in front of me, I get this text. 12 feet. We're 12 feet apart and I get this text. But it was a good text. Amen. I don't mind sometimes when you shout it out, but this time we came on my phone. Good thing I saw it because as soon as I read the first line, I go, I know that verse. And I said, this fits in. Not only does it fit in, it's a great way to start this, today's teaching. So, so turn with me, Galatians. Get your Bibles. Get your Bibles. Get your Bibles. Get your Bibles. Hallelujah. Galatians 5. Thanks to my brother. Praise God. Galatians 5, verse 7. Ye did run well. Run with patience the race which is set before you. I already quoted that verse, Hebrews chapter 12 in the first verse. The run with patience. Are you running? Amen. Some of you remember our brother, our dear brother White from Newfoundland. His testimony, I would say three, maybe four out of five times. There's no prize for the halfway runner. Amen. I translated that for my French brothers and sisters who never had the blessing to hear Brother White, amen, a man who was, did not have the education to read, but he could, he could sing well, and he could recite or read certain, uh, certain Bibles, but personally, his personal testimony or his personal exhortation, because he would be reminding all of us, the youngest, I don't know if you ever had that blessing to hear him say that, amen, the youngest, as we, were, as we weren't very old way back then, amen, he's waiting, our dear brother White's waiting for his recompense along with his wife, but he'd stand up in a very, very quiet voice, very quiet brother, amen, he says, there's no prize for the halfway runner, amen, so I asked my brothers and sisters today, I'll ask you at home, are you there yet? Amen, that's not that joke with those uh, crash test dummies in the back of the car, amen, are you there yet? Are we there yet? Are you there? If you're not there, you better still be running. Are you running? I want to see it in the comments tonight when I get home and I read your comments. I want to see who's running. Amen. Take 30 seconds and type it. I'm running. I'm running. And I'll see your name. Say, I'm running. If you're not there yet, if you're dead, well, then you, don't, you can stop running. 
But I think everyone listening to me today, you all be, you're not, better not be dead. Amen. You better be. Come on, say it. You better be what? Running. Amen. Because halfway there gets you no prize. So as I continue to read, ye did run well. Well, you used to run well. Why'd you stop? Who, the Galatian 5, verse 7, who did hinder you? If you're having trouble with that old English word, who bothered you? Amen. A hindrance is, is something that blocks or stops you, gets in your way. Who got in your way? Amen. Could not have been your friend. Your friend is going to, amen, take you by the hands what the Bible says. I have a friend indeed. His name is? Sticks closer than a brother. His name is? Amen. We got some people, and some of us can reflect back on this ministry if you've been involved long enough. You, you, you can have, and I don't want to bring anybody in particular as we pray for them, but people who have come in, amen, I know several people that have come in poor, sick, lonely, by themselves, unsaved, de you know, devils cast out of them. They get saved, they find their wife, they find their husband, they get, you know, they get married, then they have children, pets, a business, a car, a big house, and then they stop running. Uh-oh. Haven't seen them for a while. Amen. No ties, no offerings, no testimonies, no presents, no assembling with the saints. Because all of a sudden, and I've heard, I've heard people say, I've given enough, now it's God's turn. What? I don't care if you take everything I got and everything you got, and we gave it all, it still would not be enough. Amen? Compared to what Jesus did for you and me. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Amen? So Paul here, he's got a situation on his hand, kind of like a situation that we have on our hands, because some people have stopped running halfway. The Bible teaches us that you, you may start off well. You're off to a good start. Amen. You started. You started running. Then all of a sudden, a little bit of weight. The house. The wrong job. I had a brother tell me once, God bless me so much, I got to work on Sunday. I have no time to go to church. And I looked at my brother. I said, you sure that's God? And he just stopped and looked at me. Ah. Amen. And that still holds true in his life, in our life. We need to take time. Amen. God gave us, he gave the ministry gifts, or he gave for the work of the ministry, there's gifts. The apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher, there's gifts. They need to be put, they need to be at work. Why? For the perfecting of the saints. Amen. What does that mean? That, that, that there's nothing missing. You can't be missing the evangelist. You can't be missing the teacher. You can't be missing the prophet that prophesies. If you're missing one of the gifts, then the saints are not perfect. There's no perfection. Amen. You're, la you're lacking what is the completion, what is the whole picture, what is the entire, the whole counsel of God. Amen. Paul made sure. Sister, can you help me again? Acts 20. 2027. And what's the word I'm looking for? The whole council? Shunned. There we go. Thank you. Praise God. My French brothers learning English. Paul said, I have not shunned. I was very careful that the whole council of God, amen, 
that I may minister of it, that you receive it, that you know what it is. We got what it takes. He that endureth unto the end, the same shall be saved. This is the teaching of Jesus. And I thank God today that as we are still in the race, pressing toward the mark for the prize. Amen. We don't have the prize yet. I was talking about Brother White. He's ready to receive his prize. Amen. He's at rest, sleeping in Christ. Amen. Bless my Brother White. Because his words live on. No prize for the halfway running. Yes, Lord. Keep going. Yes, Lord. Um, yes, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Not wandering around in circles like these Israelites did for 40 years and ended up dying in the desert. Amen. We just started the month of April 2022. If you're listening live or listening down the road in replay, this is, yes, like a desert that we are living in. Amen. Things are getting to be scarce. Don't say amen to that, but amen. Last week, let's start the teaching. Psalm chapter 11, verse 3. I'm just going to very quickly, for those of you, if you forgot last week or if you didn't hear last week, Psalm 11 and verse 3. This is a foundation that we're laying. We looked at what was foundational last week. Where Jesus Christ said, if the Son of Man, when the Son of Man shall return, will he find faith? Amen. Hallelujah. You know what? If you need to go back, go back to Galatians 5, 7, because I didn't even finish. Ye did run well. Who did hinder you that ye should not obey the truth? Praise God. We're going to receive truth today, and we need to be found obedient Amen. Who kept you? It's kind of the way the French translated it. Apeche would be who stopped or who, who has stopped you? Who's keeping you from the truth? Is it your job? Amen. I know we're getting used to this new technology because, and I thank God for it. Amen. It's still, um, uh, our Facebook and our YouTube pages are still up. And if you're not listening right now, live, amen, this may be Monday or maybe Sunday night, because for whatever reason, and you can tune in for the first time or the second, third time, it's a blessing, praise God. So we have this new technology, but we can't, you know, we can't be putting it off. Saying, well, I haven't caught up. I'm three weeks behind. We have no business to be three weeks behind. I mean, you can take your, this phone and dial up the whatever from our archive, put it on and fall asleep. At least you'll hear part of it. At least your spirit will get it. Praise God. Amen. I'm glad you're here today. Before we get into uh, Psalm chapter 11, verse 3, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? So I thank God today, Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. Hallelujah. This is, the, the, this is what influences the entire foundation. Amen. When you look at that chief, it's my understanding, I don't know if there's any bricklayers or construction workers, my understanding the cornerstone is kind of like one of the first stones to get laid is you start. Amen. So once you start, that gives you the, the, the impression or gives you the, uh, um, it's, 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 uh, you're, with Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone, you're off to a good start. That foundation is a good foundation. 
Hallelujah. So we know what to do. We keep reading. We looked at this verse last week. I just want to bring this into a reminder as we go into Proverbs chapter 14. But before we do that, as I've mentioned the assembly, as I've mentioned gathering together, others, amen, wherever you may be, if you're at a friend's house, log on. Praise God. It's time if you have Proverbs chapter 14. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Very much appreciated. It's an honor. Praise God that you are with us today. Praise God. I do not take this lightly nor your uh, offerings, your tithes, your prayers, and your fastings, and your testimonies. Like I said, we need people to be standing, holding up that scepter of righteousness, hallelujah, in the day and age that we have today, because a lot of things are being said according to whatever is being researched or whatever men and women think they should say, and it doesn't line up with scriptures. So today we're going to be able to identify who our friends are, who the enemy is, and look how we start. I'm just reading the way it is written. I'm not making fun of anyone. Verse 15, Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 15. It says, the simple believeth every word. Well, that's not good. And I think we understand, and I'm trying to tread lightly because I don't want to offend anybody, When it says simple, I think we understand what that means. You're not the, you're not using everything God gave you to use as far as your gray matter is concerned. Like I said, I'm trying to tread lightly here. Amen. It's like whatever we say, all of a sudden we're dismayed. Oh, they're talking about a fifth wave. Oh, no. Amen. We're talking about, even let's not try to solve our gas prices. You have the administration south of the border saying, just drive 10 miles an hour slower and you'll save money. Well, that may not be the brightest. That sounds some, like something simple. That was some kind of counseling or some kind of advice was given, trying to buy it over time or something. And here we are. When we hear these things, I don't know about you, but sometimes it's like a shadow is cast over me, and it's like you can just feel just the the, the weight which we have to get rid of, and the sin as well. It's like you can just feel the oppression just settling down, and you got to shake it off. Amen. First of all, you can stop the source of it. And it says the simple believes every word. Amen. So I don't want to be that person where I'm convinced or where the Apostle Paul will have to write me a verse saying, who hindered you? When we read here in Galatians, you're all running very well. Now who hindered you that you stopped believing the truth? Who has gotten in the, gotten, who, who, is that right? Who has gotten in your way? Amen. When it's time to receive, first of all, what, what's at stake? My soul. So when it's time to receive what is going to strengthen you, what is going to comfort you, what is going to edify you, what is going to exhort, amen. Even if you need to be chastised, our Father loves us. Whatever God needs to say, whatever the Spirit has to say unto the church, so that we stay in line. Amen. So that we keep running. 
that we have enough energy, that we have enough strength, that we have enough courage, that we have enough zeal, that we have enough boldness, amen, that we are still making our way in the right direction. Someone say the right direction. Let me finish this verse. Proverbs 14, 15. The simple believeth every word, but the prudent man and the pru or the prudent woman, the prudent person looketh well to where they're going. Amen. In the second half of this verse, and I'm gonna, I want to jump off this proverb. And we're going to go into the New Testament near the end of the Bible in a couple of minutes. But I want to jump off this proverb saying, hang on for a sec. There's a report or several reports that are being given today. But the prophet Isaiah stood up and says, who shall believe this report? Well, this is backed up by scientific data. Okay, what you said may be backed up. That doesn't change who God is, and that doesn't change who, what God has said. Amen. Like I said, I've got, my book, I've got my data right here, and this is very specific. I can understand it. I don't understand ones, ones and zeros. It needs to be converted, if you would, or whatever the algorithms do with whatever they do. Crunching numbers by the millions by the second trying to anticipate or trying to program or control us. And so they do. Amen. When we were looking to purchase the pickup truck a year ago, so I'm online looking for, you know, that one's sold, this one's a good deal, that's a good price, not enough mileage, not missing the hitch. So finally we found the perfect vehicle, we purchased the perfect vehicle for, for the next two, three weeks. I'm getting these ads popping up. Somehow they figured out that I was in the market. They don't know whether, what, whether I bought something, but they just kept sending me. So the algorithms on my phone, they realized, well, he has a habit to look at used vehicles, uh, used pickups, you know, with the, and they, they would send me this. Somehow the algorithm figured this out. So you have this, the, the, um, this, this system, if you would, this world system uh, that is able, because I just gave you proof, they're able to figure out what your habits are, what you're listening to. I don't care if you're listening to Channel 6, I don't care if you're hooked up to an antenna, if it's on cable or satellite dish, or a wire that's connected into your house, that connects you. And I'd start to be a little on the leery side, a little on the cautious side, let me put it this way, or a whole lot cautiously. I know some of you, if you're listening, you called me a few weeks ago saying we just cut it. Every time we put it on, they would just be lying to us. So we called up our, our service provider and saying, if all you're going to do is send me stuff, send me lies, then keep it. I don't, I'm not paying for your lies. Amen. And I felt peace. Be still. I'm tired of being lied to. Amen. That's why we need to have a book of truth opened up before our eyes so that we can depend on what thus saith the Lord. Amen. And not to be lied, not to have confusion. My God is not the author of confusion. This doesn't confuse me. Amen. This settles my spirit. Peace. This settles my mind. Peace. And as we continue, don't go anywhere, because in about an hour from now, when I get through my verses, as I bring this to a close, we're going to find out what this really is. Amen. It is all of that. I'm not saying, I'm not going to change anything, but we're going to find some scripture. It may be new to some of you, and find out how it's going to affect your life and your thoughts, amen, in a good way.
Because the prudent person, someone who is wise, someone who is cautious, amen, looketh well, someone say well, to his going. The simple believeth every word. Jump into the New Testament near the end, 20 pages from the end. 1 John chapter 4. If you're still listening, 1 John chapter 4 and the first verse. Beloved, believe not every spirit. This is John, New Testament. We just read the Proverbs where the wise man Solomon is, is writing, kind of saying, don't believe everything you hear. Before you believe something that you would like to hear, you better find out whether or not it is true. Someone say true. Because we did the math, 0.000005%, 10 men brought, I was going to say a curse, but it, the Bible calls it sin. They sinned. God said they sinned. We're going to go back to Numbers 14 just to read a little further on. But before we get there, remember, subtitle today, Another Spirit. So John, by the Holy Ghost, is writing, Believe not every spirit, but try the spirits. Why? Whether they are of God. In my text, I underlined the words, try the spirits, three words. Then I underlined three words are of God. A true friend, as I wrote, will have the same spirit that you have. The same spirit that I have. The spirit of God. We're not going to want to trample anybody. We're not going to want to dissuade someone. Amen. We are all on our way to heaven. And I want to see my brother get there. I want to see my sister get there. I want to see every single person listening to me t today. I'm going to do everything that I, can, that I can do possibly within my power, within my gift that God has given, so that we all get to heaven. Pray for one another. Last week we read in Luke where Jesus said, I want you to pray. Get the English word. That was Luke. Uh, we read it in French this afternoon because we didn't get a chance to do that. So my French is Luke 18, verse 1. Thank you. He says, men and women ought. Oh, it says always. Okay, good thing we're reading it. Luke 18, verse 1. Men and women ought always to pray. Maybe underline the word always, like a couple underlines. That's what I did in my Bible. I got an underline and then another little line, another squiggly line under it. Always. Someone say always. And not to faint. Remember verse 8 that we read last week. Talking about our brothers and sisters. Let's be edifying. Let's be exhorting. Are you with me? So we don't believe... This is when men and women are talking. When God is talking, I will leave every word. I don't want this to be taken out of context. I know some people have difficulty believing every word that's in this book. That's not what I'm talking about. I think, I think that's clear. What comes over the airwaves or what you read in your newspapers, your magazines, you can't believe it. It does not reflect, and I want you to try to hang on to these words 
it's going to take me a few minutes to get to the verse. It does not reflect reality. So we need to be careful. Amen. So this is, I want you to keep that in mind as we read this, beloved, believe not every spirit. Try the spirits, whether they are of God. See, the world is going to have all their spirits. Amen. We're fanatics. They're fans. That's the way the world describes it. They can jump up and down and paint themselves colors and take their, you know, whatever, put, put shirts on and take shirts off and, 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 oh, we're just a football fan. But meanwhile, if I get up off my seat and I start waving this around in the air saying, God, Jesus, Son of God, resurrection, life in me and whatever, well, he's a fanatic off the deep end. So you can label me the way, whatever way you want to be labeled. You can call me a, grass, a grasshopper. Because I'm not. When I see myself in Jesus Christ, I don't end up with this bad report that they have. We see ourselves in, in, when we compare ourselves to them, we're like grasshoppers. And as soon as you compare yourself or call, start calling yourself a grasshopper, then the enemy, the giants, the wicked people of this land, they'll just take you on as oh, grasshoppers. In Christ, I am fill in the blank. For, for right off the top, saved. Grasshoppers don't get saved. Amen. In Christ, I'm sanctified. Amen. Can I keep going? How do you, I, well, I touched on this last week. I don't want to spend too much time. We got scriptures to read, but how do you see yourself in Christ? Amen. Because they took on this, and, and wherever this vision came from, fleshly, carnally, they took on this, this role, if you would. They adapted this characteristic of something that can just be squat, and you don't have to be a giant to squat a grasshopper. Amen. My young sister who's six, seven, seven. Amen. She can squat. I hope she doesn't because I like grasshoppers. They're fun to watch. But she's only seven. She could squat a grasshopper. Being a grasshopper, not so good. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. Amen. So in their sight, and like I said, I don't care what they label us, I know who I am in Christ, and give me a few minutes, I'm going to, we're going to read scriptures that's going to show us how we know who we are, how we know what we look like in Christ. Some would say in Christ. The right spirit, not the spirits of this world. All kinds of spirits. Amen. Every channel has their spirit. And people watch because they have a gardening, you know, they want a green thumb, so they watch the, the garden channel. I don't know what's out there, but there's a garden channel, there's a hockey channel, and a football channel, and there's a house channel, and a renovation channel, there's a vacation channel. There's, there's, you know, there's channels for every kind of spirit, and then some. So we need to be careful because we cannot be tied in or tied to the spirits of this world 
the second half of 1 John 4, 1, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. What do prophets do? They talk. And I don't want you to be simple or unwise to start believing what they say. I got a, I got a reference. You have a reference in your hands. Amen. Truth. Someone say truth. Words of spirit, words of life. Hallelujah. Undeniable truth. So it's pretty simple when somebody comes and they're contrary because what happened was God said, well, I promised this land. Well, mom and dad, too bad. You don't get to see it. Your children will, but y'all are going to die because God says, I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to change the itinerary. The promise gets pushed back 40 years. God says, I'll feed you. I won't let you starve to death. You're still going to die, but not because of starvation. Amen. I'll give you some good clothing. Clothing's not going to wear out. Amen. You'll be able to get buried in the, in the robe that I'm going to give you. Because your robe won't wear out, but your flesh is going to wear out. So you're going to get buried in that robe, buried in your sandals. They walked around, wandered till they died because of their unbelief. We read last week where they had sinned. They were a congregation that murmured. Oh, but they heard the good report. Amen. Are you listening at home? It's not that there was only 10 spies. There, was, there, there, were, there were 12. So maybe the good report was outnumbered by the bad report. I'm going to repeat that. Maybe the good report was outnumbered. 10 to 2 uh, denomination, uh, 5 to 1, right? Fractions wasn't my strong point. 10 to 2. Yeah, one fifth, 5 to 1. They were outnumbered 5 to 1. The bad report outnumbered the good report 5 to 1. It's not kind of like the day and age that we live in. Amen. Except maybe it's more like 500 to 1. Because if you were to cruise 500 channels or whatever, you know, Google channels, TV channels, you would just find a bunch of everything else. You wouldn't find an anointed man or anointed woman of God preaching what thus saith the Lord. Be hard. No, 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 no. We're outnumbered. But if God before you, if God before for me, who can be against me? We read last week the congregation in Second Chronicles. There's two verses I highlighted on the French side. I want to highlight it today. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, remember we read a lot last week. I trust you underlined and took some notes. Verse um, 21 was the prayer, the praise. And verse 15, where, verse 15, we underlined, or I underlined the word last week. Verse 15, hearken all ye Judah. This was Jehaziel, a man of God, a prophet that stood up and said, listen, listen to God. Listen to what thus saith the Lord. And we read scripture already today. Be diligent, be responsible, be cautious. Make sure you're listening to the right thing that's good for your soul. 
That's good for your heart, for your mind. Amen. And I mean this to everybody. I hear this coming out of my mouth, and I'm being chastised. Because we allow things to come in. Oh, well, it's just a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And soon, amen, the spirits that they are, that the devil is, and then it starts, no, I'm not saying that I'm overtaken, but it starts to waste my time, put it that way. Where God is not glorified. Jump back into 1 John 4, 1, because many false prophets... In the Chronicles, it was verse 15 and verse 21. They began to praise. And I already mentioned this. So I won't, I'll repeat it just for the sake of repeating. Which is, praise the Lord. Blessed be the Lord. For his mercy endures forever. Amen. And the next verse is, and when they began to praise, God began to move. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Someone say, hallelujah. When they began to praise. See, sometimes we're so occupied like I said, this, this cloak of oppression will come on you, darkness, and you're sitting there, yeah, it knocks the breath out of you, and you're sitting there saying, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. It's like you're winded. That's why when you come into the house of God, the organ start playing, and the string instruments start playing, and the high-sounding cymbals start playing. Some of you are blessed to have that in your houses. Where you, get, you start stirring up these dead things, but you put a, a woman that's alive and a man that's alive on these instruments, and you begin to stir up that gift which is within us, stir up that anointing that is within us, stir up, praise God, who we ought to be within the, within the presence of God. Hallelujah. That's why it helps not to stay at home. Amen. We try to finish... The French people aren't even, our French brothers and sisters, they're not even ushered out of the building. And my, my, our sister Lori sits there, okay, we're recording now. And she starts playing the organ. Sometimes we run late. Because my English brothers and sisters, they need that little um, push from the sound of the organ. Push from the sound of the stringed instrument. Push them in from the holy singing of our sister that is singing uh, songs uh, of encouragement. My harp is not hung on the willow tree. I have not lost, is that Psalm 137? I have not lost uh, my praise. I have not lost. They were outnumbered. That's my point I was trying to make five minutes ago. Let me get back on point. This Jehoshaphat says, God... We're outnumbered. Why do you think they're asking God for mercy? God needed to be merciful. Why? They were outnumbered. If you missed last week's teaching, it's worth it to go back. Or if you've forgotten, go back. Become a congregation, not that murmured, as in Numbers 14. We're going to go there right now, or in a minute or two. But this Jehoshaphat's congregation, under the watchful or leadership of Jehaziel, hallelujah, they were able to see the hand of the Lord, amen, as they began to sing and to praise the Lord sent ambushments. He confused the enemy, got them all mixed up. Praise God. 1 John 4, 1, I'm going to read it, and then we're going to go into Numbers 14. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits. Amen. That means check them out. Daily, whether these things 
are so, just like the apostles in the Acts. If you are prudent, then you're going to make sure that you're not about to step on a, um, it's a detonator, what's those things in the war, what they're buried in these, a landmine, there we go. I mean, you're, if you're prudent, amen, you're looking at where you're going. Amen, I'm still on the way which leadeth unto life. Thank God there is a way, and that way shall be called the way of holiness. Thank God Jesus Christ came, and he is the way. Thank God that I'm not on the wayside. Thank God I'm not sitting in stones. I'm not sitting in the stony place. Thank God, praise God, for good ground, for a good way which leadeth unto life. Every other way leadeth unto perdition. Amen, I thank God today I'm not choked by the cares and the pleasures. I'm not amongst the thorns. I'm amongst my friends. Amen, sharpen my iron when my iron needs to be sharpened. And when my iron is sharpened, you need to be sharpened, I'll sharpen sharpen. Amen. You're my friend. I'll sharpen your countenance. I'll sharpen your whole being. Amen. Your everything. Amen. Whatever you are, everything that you are in Christ. Hallelujah. Because we're friends, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Praise God. We need to identify who the enemy is because Paul said that they'll show up as an angel of light knocking on your door. And sometimes some of you tell me, oh, you won't believe who knocked on my door. And I go, no. And then when they tell me, is I, I don't believe it. Looking for a handout or looking for something. Amen. Thank God. Hallelujah. But when we know the scriptures and know what to do. Amen. I refuse to be knocked off course. The storms come, but my house is built on a rock. His name is. And my house is not going to be knocked down or blown down. Uh, Jude, Jude made reference to some empty clouds. Wind comes. Wind changes direction. And these clouds are empty. There's nothing. No. For a couple of weeks, I've been talking about a foundation that we need. I mentioned it today very briefly. A foundation that you and I need so that we're in the right place all the time. In the right place where God wants you and I to be, as I said, all the time. Amen. Are you listening? No foundation. Uh-oh. Amen. A lot of sand being preached today in our modern churches our Western civilization, culture that we live in. Amen. Show me some rock. His name is. Amen. Preach, teach. Some rock. His name is. Some solid foundation. His name is. On no other foundation shall we lay, but we shall lay upon the foundation which the, which the apostles and the disciples and those that were hand personally picked by Jesus Christ began. Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. Amen. Rejected of many, but thank God today that's the foundation that I lay upon. Hallelujah. Praise God. And we do it by the Holy Ghost. We do it with mortar, praise God, that's intact. Amen. It's not tempered. It's not weak. It's not powdery. Falling apart. Praise God. Laying a foundation so that doesn't matter who says what. I will not be dissuaded because I am fully persuaded 
in whom I believe. His name is? Give him a good hand, somebody. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I am fully persuaded. Say it at home. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Numbers 14. I'm going to begin reading. I know we've touched, we've come and gone in this chapter. We're not going to finish it today, I don't think. But I, I want to read four or five verses you'll know where I, where I got my inspiration of my subtitle from. And once we get out of numbers, you'll know what kept me awake for half the night because that's where I got the next four or five passages we're going to read. The Spirit of God woke me up. Woke me up. And I'm, I was so tired. I'm sitting there saying, God, I'm too tired to get up and write it down. I won't forget one thing. Then it was a second. When I woke up this morning, there was five things I had to remember, and I have them here. I remembered them. I'm trying to write, and text, we're I turned my phone off. I had my phone on, then I turned it off. I know some of you tried, and thank God you got through for what we needed to pray for, to God be the glory. But I, I can't be just, don't disturb me. I gotta remember, and I, I'm four, four, there's five, there are five things. Spirit, you spoke to me, five things. So we're gonna get to those things. And they're not steps, they're just points. They're just different scriptures I had to, and, and I'd, you know, I'd wake up and then back asleep again, but I'm here. Numbers 14, verse 21, 22, 23, and 24. But as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord, because all those men which have seen my glory and my miracles, which I did in Egypt, how many? Ten. And in the wilderness, how many? Ten. And have tempted me now these ten times... So while they were slaves, they saw 10 signs and wonders. Then God brought them out, and they saw 10 more signs and wonders. And God's a convincing God. Remember, God doesn't do anything accidentally. Uh-oh, I got to come up with some manna. Amen. God doesn't do anything. Amen. It's not. God is, a God. God is an intentional God. Not by coincidence. Not by accidents. Amen. Hallelujah. Someone say Amen. Praise God. And not by incidents. I knew there was a third one. Not accidentally, not co coincidentally, not incidentally. Someone say intentionally. Amen. Yet they have not hearkened to my voice. Verse 23. Surely they shall not see the land which I swear unto their fathers. Neither shall any of them that provoked me see it. Verse 24. We're going to spend some time in this verse. But my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit. There's my subtitle. Another spirit. He didn't have the same spirit as those ten spies. That said we're just like, it's not going to work. And if you read a little later on in the chapter, because we're not going to get there, but this week, if you read verse 25 and down, you'll see where they, because if, if I, like Sunday school will teach you this, well, they never said anything against God, and personally, directly, maybe not. 
but they sure weren't happy with God's plans. And they thought they knew it. We looked at this last week. That's why he brought us out here to die? I'd rather die in Egypt. No, you wouldn't. God's plan for you is better than whatever plan you can come up with. And God sent Moses to set his people free. And the people are given their freedom by the hand of Moses. And I don't know how far we are into their journey. It's a matter of days. A couple weeks, two, three weeks. After seeing the hand of the Lord, after seeing their enemy, after seeing God take care of their enemy, and they're about to receive, they're about to be, become the recipient of what God has for them, and they believe the wrong report. The wrong report comes with the wrong spirit. You and I, we need another spirit. My servant Caleb, because he had another spirit, underline those two words, with him. This afternoon, I shocked my French brothers and sisters because I so highly complimented the French translation to this verse. I remember one sister went, is, is that possible? Is he actually saying that? Because somehow the French added a word that Caleb, because he was, and I'm going to use the, the direct translation, he was animated by another spirit. It said another spirit. In, French, in English, it says another spirit was with him. But the with him in French, it wasn't there. It said he was animated. I sat there, like when I read that this week, I go, ooh, I like that. Amen. Because that spirit of life, amen, animates me. And since I'm French and English, I'm going to share a little bit of French with you. Amen. That translation, however, Louis Segon sought. And because what we have is alive in us. It's alive in me. It's alive in you today. Amen. So I don't mind borrowing from the French thing. That other, another spirit, it's a spirit of life. It's a spirit from God and it gives us life, animates us. It, may, it allows us or keeps us doing what is right and pleasable unto God. So going back to the King James, because he had another spirit with him and hath followed me fully. Amen. A couple minutes ago, what was I saying? I am fully persuaded. Jesus Christ being the way, Jesus Christ being my shepherd, that puts me behind him because I'm a sheep following the shepherd. Make me lie down beside the still waters. Physically, if I was to lay down, I just might not get up. So just picture it in your head. Amen. He restores my soul. Hallelujah. Psalm 23. Amen. He anointeth my head with oil. I'm missing one. He leadeth me to the still waters. Amen. That's the problem. Some people don't want to be led. But if Jesus Christ is your shepherd, you're being led. Amen. It's just not me. End up like Lot, looking up, saying, oh, a great place to live. That's where I'm going. Amen. 
a little bit of caution, a little bit of prudence, because what did, I want to get this right, when we read in Proverbs, the prudent person looks well to his going. Amen. Well, to save me some of the hassle, I just follow my shepherd. Amen. The prudence, the caution I have, Jesus, you're my shepherd. I'll follow you. Amen. Hallelujah. The song we sing sometimes, amen, if Jesus goes with me, I'll go. Amen. What's the second line? Amen. Everywhere. Praise God. Amen. Through the fire, he says, I'll be with you. Through the waters, I'm still with you. I will never forsake you. I will never leave you. I will never abandon you. Hallelujah. That's why he's called the good shepherd. Hallelujah. His name is? So my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him and hath followed me fully, him will I bring into the land Whereunto he went, where the soles of his feet tread upon for 40 days. And also his seed shall possess it. Amen. Caleb had another spirit. Well, what about Joshua? So glad you asked. Deuteronomy chapter 34. Hallelujah. Subtitle, another spirit. Connect yourself. And while I'm praying, some of you, you know, I know your husbands don't have that same spirit, that same desire that you have. Praying for your husband, your wife, and husbands and wives, if you're listening, hook up with your holy husband. Amen. Serve his God, her God, the truth today. Enough's enough. Amen. You're still alive. That's what counts. Make your choice today. Hallelujah. We're all born short of the glory of God. We all need Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Make him your Lord and Savior today. Deuteronomy chapter 34. Caleb, because he had another spirit. Well, what kind of spirit did Joshua have? Verse 9. Deuteronomy 34, verse 9. And Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom. Now, if you go around calling yourself a grasshopper, not very wise. Sounding a little simple to me. You see how I'm connecting the, the, the structure that's being built before us today? I hope you're happy because it kept me awake half the night. I'm not upset that sometimes if I was too, maybe it's my fault because I was, I'm going to think, I'm going to reflect saying, what did I do yesterday that the Spirit of God had to wake me up, get my undivided attention to get this across for the saints today? So I'm going to analyze what I did yesterday, and if I was not fully dedicated, that's why I was awakened. Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom. Where did he get that from? Moses had laid his hands upon him. You don't see that very often anymore. Where a man of God, someone like Moses, 
or if we're in the New Testament, filled with the Holy Ghost, will come up, there's nobody sitting in front of me, but will come up and lay hands, and there'll be an impartation. I think that's the first chapter of Romans. Amen. The Spirit and Joshua will receive. I'm just going to read this one verse. You can read more this week, but. And the children of Israel hearkened unto him up to a certain point. Because Joshua and Caleb, they got together. They provided a good report. Someone say good report. But the congregation chose to believe the wrong report. But I see where Caleb and Joshua, they had another, they had, the, the, they had a different spirit. Are you with me? Remember what we read a couple of weeks ago? For God has not given you and I, the spirit of fear, but he has given us this, amen, a spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. That's what you get from God. 2 Timothy 1.7. You get a, a, he's not given us the spirit to be fearful. We look like Grasshoppers. That's a spirit of fear. Rather, we receive from God power, love, and I want to be corrected, a simple mind. No. We have a sound mind. Because a simple mind, you're just going to believe whatever comes knocking at your door next. When the Mormons show up, well, Lucifer and Jesus, they be brothers. <clears throat> Wrong answer. Next. Out. Jehovah show up. No, he wasn't nailed to a tree. He was nailed on a pole. <clears throat> Wrong answer. Cursed is every man that hangs on a tree. Next. Out. With your visions of Joseph Smith and whoever else on copper plates in the middle of some wood somewhere, y'all be lost. Amen. Jesus Christ came with the truth. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And if Jesus has a brother by death and by his resurrection, it's me today and you today, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're with me. Because religion comes, and I don't know how they present it. It seems well. And then, and then there's dis, deception. Uh, the French uses the word seduction that takes place. And then the world's believing all these different spirits, and they're not trying them. They're just accepting them. They're just taking them in rather than trying them. This doesn't sound good. My spirit doesn't sit well. Sister listening today, remember a couple years ago, you mentioned I phoned somebody and they began reading from some other perversion and, and I would never forget the word she said. She said, it didn't sit well in my spirit. Oh, amen. Lot, the Bible says, because he was righteous, he became vexed. His spirit was vexed. He was troubled within him because he was seeing what was taking place. Amen. And I've said before, I won't let these things bother me. I won't let these things trouble me. But they kind of do because it's sad. The Bible says Jesus wept. Resurrection come walking in. Now nah, you're four days late. Now nah, had you been here a little earlier. Well, I know maybe, you know, back in the, you know, in the future, back in, in you know, back way forward in time, and the Bible says, shortest verse, Jesus wept. 
Amen. This is resurrection. Today, we're going to identify resurrection. His name is? Have mercy upon me, thou son of David. This woman, who Jesus said, you're not from around here. You're a stranger. You're a dog. But she was able to identify someone who is about to help her. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Today, you better not turn your back on Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ is standing here with all the love and the compassion, all the shed blood to save your soul today. Call upon him as who he is. Not messed up with the world today, calling him all kinds of things. Or even calling him late. He hasn't showed up yet. And this is the seed of Abraham, so-called. And I have friends very high up in, amongst the synagogues and amongst their holy readings and such. He hasn't showed up yet. You're, you're 2,000 years too late. Amen? So as Jesus wept, I suppose there was literal tears coming down his face. The Bible doesn't really say, but it says he wept, so he was weeping. Today, when I hear how they deface and defame and deny uh, my Lord and my Savior, Jesus Christ, how many times at work have I had to correct people, don't curse that name. He died for me. He died for you. Let your sins be forgiven. Use somebody else's name. Amen. Some of you are starting to get the picture. Brother phoned me yesterday. And he says, I got friends, and, and, and they're like different, you know, it's like, they're, it's like their skin's a little different color, and they serve different, and, and they'll curse on Jesus. So my brother says, what I do is I sit there and go, oh, well, well let's, we're going to go out. And he goes, ah, oh, Mohammed, where's my shoes? <gasps> and all of a sudden, it becomes so offensive to them because, oh, he's bringing it home. Now he's knocking at their door. Even though Mohammed's dead, Mohammed couldn't care less. Amen? Jesus is not dead, so he cares a lot. When this commandments, first commandments one and two are broken. Amen? So Mohammed said, I told the, the, a man who hired me, he's, he's, he hadn't yet paid me, I hadn't finished the contract yet. And I said, stop. Use your mother's name. And I, I was kind of belligerent. I, I said, no, hang on for a sec. You know what? I don't know your mom. Your mom maybe your mom's a good mom. Good mother. Use my name. L-I-N-C in short. Four letters. There you go. Four-letter word. Oh, he says, I would never do that. And he was kind of upset. I said, I apologize. But I said, and he says, I can understand what you're saying. I said, Jesus Christ is very important to me. So I said, whatever other four-letter words come out of your mouth, I can do about it. But not, G, not, not JC and GD and all this. You stop it. Very important for me. Amen. So this woman came to Jesus and she identified him. Amen. Like a messianic Jew would. Thou son of David. He hadn't died and hadn't resurrected yet. That's prophecy. And Jesus said, you don't belong. 
She says, my daughter is at home. She's vexed with the spirit. Not the right spirit. Today we're going after the right spirit. Amen? And Jesus says, it is not meat for me to give what is holy to dogs. Amen? Healing is the children's bread. Did we find that verse yet? I didn't have time between We'll, we'll get the, it, I'm not, I'm, it's maybe a literal translation, but there's a scripture in the French. I promise it's the French. I'll get it out to you. Or maybe some of you can find it. So this is where Jesus was standing there saying, mm, no, you're not, you're, not, you're not a child. So you don't get to partake of the children's bread. And she looked at Jesus, the son of David. She says, all I need is a crumb <laughs> falling off the master's table because they're not too careful. Amen. This rocked, amen. This shook Jesus right to the very core because he was already being rejected by his own who didn't want to receive him. And he says, go thy way, thy faith. Great faith, is it? Not found in Israel. She goes, dogs are happy to eat crumbs. Today, praise God, when I mentioned this in French, my brother to the left, he says, I was talking about loaves of bread, and he goes, I want one of those big round loaves. Hallelujah. Amen. At home, not just a slice, not just a piece. Give us this day our daily bread. So here was this woman from the outside, but she was able to identify Jesus Christ, and she went home with the blessing, with the promise. Hallelujah. Praise God. I trust you're beginning to get the picture. Amen. Full of the spirit of wisdom was Joshua, Caleb, who had another spirit. Today, you and I, we need the spirit of God. Amen. Not by might, nor by power. Amen. But my or rather by, but by my spirit, who's talking? Saith the Lord of hosts. Zechariah, where did I read in French? In English, I can quote it, so I don't need to. 4.6, that's right. Zechariah 4.6. Amen. Talking about the right spirit. Amen. Not by might, nor by power. Remember what I said? Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And Jesus Christ, the Son of God, needed, he needed the right spirit, the Spirit of the Lord. He had a, a, a devil spirit come whisper in his ear, and he said, devil, get thee behind me. Satan, rather Satan, he called him Satan. Peter got a nickname that day. He said, Satan, get behind me. Hey, Amen. A sound mind. Someone say a sound mind. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a sound mind. 1 Timothy 4.1, before I get to the final passage I'm going to read today. Now, the, I'll give you 10 seconds. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. Then we're going to get to the good stuff. Someone just said, all good. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. We get to the better. Hallelujah. 
that was a blessing. I don't know about you who are here this after, in the French language, but when we got to uh, 2 Corinthians. So just before we get there, I know I didn't use the scripture in French, but I, it's First uh, Timothy 4. One. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith. Who's speaking? Paul is writing, but who's speaking? Read it again, brother. I know I didn't teach this in French. I will next week. Who's speaking? Chapter 4, verse 1. Now the Spirit is speaking. Who are you listening to? At home. Who's speaking? The Spirit. Who are you listening to? The Spirit. Amen. In my King James Version, I have a capital S, the Spirit of God. This is the Spirit, the Spirit of God. So it's the Spirit speaking. You follow? Now the Spirit is saying that in the latter times, some shall depart from what? The faith. So when Jesus Christ, remember what we read last week in Luke chapter 13, verse 8, is it? When the Son of Man shall come, shall he find faith? Well, some have departed from the faith. So Jesus Christ comes looking for faith. No faith there. When Jesus Christ comes to knock on your door, will he find faith? In order to escape death, when God said on the 10th plague, the 10th sign and wonder, he says, Moses, this time I'm coming down. I sent frogs. Didn't work. I sent the locusts. Didn't work. I sent fleas, not much impact. Turned the water to blood, eh, saw some snakes, eh. God says, nine of those, this time I'm coming down. Read it. And in order to escape death, if I, if I can use this word, allow me to use this word, in order to escape death, God... And then on another portion of scripture, God said he's coming down, and then there was an angel as well. They had to see the blood applied. Someone say applied. And God says, there's the blood, and he passed over. Amen. Went to the house, no blood. God went in. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of an angry God. God was in a killing mood. Amen. Kind of ties into the scripture because, as I said, Moses was to stand before Pharaoh saying, let my people go. Moses was speaking on behalf of God. Certainly weren't Moses' people. Moses had his way and it didn't work out. Spent 40 years in the desert. God was preparing him for some more desert time with two million murmurers. Maybe the kids were murmuring, but you get the picture. So now when Jesus comes for us to escape the wrath of God, Jesus needs to find faith. He also needs to see the blood because we're washed in the blood of the Lamb. His blood has been applied and it has cleansed without spot, without wrinkle, Jesus says he will present the bride that's you and I to his father. Hallelujah. Thank God for the blood. Put your hands up. Be thankful for the blood. Amen.
Now the Spirit is speaking expressly to the point. Very importantly, this is critical, that in the latter times, and I'm sure most of you will agree this is, what's today, the 3rd of April? Them be latter times. Amen. We agree on that? These are the latter times. Some shall depart. Don't depart. And if you're not there yet, come on in right now. I'm going to pray in a few minutes. Giving heed to the wrong kind of spirits. Giving heed to seducing spirits. And they go around and they have doctrines of devils. But you and I, we're careful. See, a devil's doctrine won't line up with what's in your hands. Get to know what this book is all about. And get ready, 2 Corinthians, we're going to move. Because sometimes the devil knows how to make his doctrine sound pretty good. It'll even tickle some ears. Get some people heading into the wrong direction. And once that happens, pretty well born and raised in church and in ministry, I've seen a lot of people depart because we're talking about people that depart. They mess up morally or sexually or financially or they steal or they cheat on their husband or cheat on, they depart. And I've, seen, I've seen some come back with repentance and then you see the spirit of God. They suffer loss. You look at what David, David suffered. There's, there's loss suffered. Don't, this, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not preaching a, a yo-yo gospel in and out and in and out and in and out or, or fall and up, fall and up. I'm not preaching that. My point that I'm making is when it comes, when I see somebody or not when I see, I've seen people where they, they're not, they're not, they're not walking into dangerous territory um, morally or sexually or financially or legally in that respect. They're walking into a bad territory doctrinally. And I'm trying to remember if I can see anybody get entangled up with a, a, a demonic, a devilish doctrine, it seems those, they don't come back. And this is sad to say, but it's tough that this is, this is teaching today. We, we're, we're reading about those who are prudent to be cautious, to take, to be, last week we looked at the word diligent, and I thank God, I, I think a couple of people put that definition up in the comments, which is good. If not, review that word. I mean, the diligence that you, the responsibility that you and I have. Be not entangled again with that yoke of bondage. Jesus Christ has come and given us that liberty. Be not entangled again. And read. If, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into 2 Corinthians, but you can read 1 Timothy chapter 4. I've got some scriptures maybe next week, but write it down. Required reading for this week, 2 Timothy chapter 3. Those are good Amen. Especially 2 Timothy. You can read the whole book. It won't take you long. Because these are the latter days. And the devil has upped his end game. 
I think that's an expression, and it's a good expression to use because this is the end. I'm trying to think of, I don't want to get too carnal, but the third period or the fourth quarter or what else is there? I don't know. It's about all the sports I played in. I'm trying to think tennis because I played tennis. Second half. Who's got second half? Oh, soccer. Basketball? I don't know basketball. No, basketball has four innings, don't they? Second half, where are we? Second half, fourth quarter, third period. Someone say, it's the end. Amen. Yeah, if any golfers out there? Um, last round, is it? You're at the ninth hole or the 18th hole? I'm trying to think. I want you to relate to this. I'm not getting carnal. I just want you to relate to this. This is where we are today. And God is dependent on you and I today to make a difference to all these people that are entangled in these things. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. I'm going to bring this home. I'm going to pray in a few minutes. I'm going to read two verses, but I'm going to read verses 17 and 18. Don't read 17 yet. I want to read 18 first. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. But we all with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord. Now, what's in front of you? If you have a little under, in French, it was quite easy. They translated glass literally as the mirror. A reflective surface is what I'm going to use. Like a glass. I don't know what kind of, I guess back in the days when this was written or translated, that's about all they had. Now we've got, we've got these mirrors. And when you look yourself in the mirror, we got to make sure that we are, what we see back is the reality of it. She's gone again. My wife was gone for this part of the teaching, so don't tell her. My wife is standing in front of the mirror one day. She says, we've got to get rid of this mirror. It makes me look. She heard that. Oh, no. And she pulls me over. She goes, you look at me and you look at the mirror. Am I bigger in the mirror than I am in life? I just look straight forward. Thus saith the Lord, talking tongues. Amen. Praise God. And it's true. You go to the store, you're about to put money down on some clothes, and they got all the, just the right lightings, casting all the right, well, there are no shadows, but the right reflections. They got a mirror this way, and a mirror that way, and a mirror on the side. And you put the suit on, you go, woo, do I look really good. And then you go home, and it's like, what? I go shopping with my wife, because I've gone shopping by myself. When I come home, she goes, what did you just do? Hey, man. Well, I look great in the mirror. I look great, you know, with all the Today, now, now let's get spiritual. Amen. Today, when you look at this, this reflects truth. Someone say truth. This reflects reality. Amen. I'll do the work for you, brother. See this? Look at it. This does not lie. I can't see you anymore, Lincoln. Good. Get your eyes off me and put your eyes on this. What's in your hands? And look, 
because we need a mirror. I don't know if it's supper time or anything. I don't want to gross anybody out, but I use this illustration in French. I'm going with it in English. You wake up one morning, you got something growing on your skin. You go, oh man, you need a mirror. You go stand in the mirror and then you need to press it and prod it and squeeze it. You need to do that in front of the mirror. Without the mirror, it doesn't work. Why? You want to get rid of it. Because it's a spot, it's a blemish. And you need a mirror. Where's the mirror? Verse 18, now the Lord is that spirit. We're talking about having the right spirit. Rather, verse 18, sorry, I don't want to get to 17, sorry. But we all with open face beholding as in the glass. We behold the glory of the Lord. When I look in the mirror which God has given me today, I don't see a grasshopper. Amen. I see who I am in Christ, washed in the blood. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Amen. Now, if that's not what you see, well, good. That's what the mirror is for. Like I said, get rid of the blemish. Then when you're done, amen, purifying or getting rid of the impurity, then you sit there and you take some makeup or some cover and say, well, this is horrible. I got to cover this up for the next two, three days in front of the mirror. So you use the mirror to get rid of the blemish, and then you use the same mirror to cover, and I'm not here to cover things, we get washed. But understand what I'm saying, please. You use the same mirror to make it look good, to fix yourself up. Some of you need to be fixed up today. And you use the mirror, you begin to read. Do this, thou shalt, and thou shalt not. This is the spirit. I'm taking, uh, I'm, I'm cautious. I'm taking a very careful, I'm paying very careful attention to where I'm going, to where God wants to lead me. Hallelujah. And I'm looking in the mirror. We need to look. And listen, verse 18, but we all with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed. If any man be in Christ, they are changed. Hallelujah. Marvel not that I say unto thee, change, be born again. And we need the mirror. What's in your hands? But we all with open face beholding as in the glass, in a glass. The glory of the Lord, when you look, you begin to change into what? The same image, are you reading with me? From glory to glory, even as by the, there's the word again, spirit of the Lord. You and I, we have a different spirit. It is God's spirit. And I want to pray with you in a couple of minutes. Verse 17, jump back and you'll, I think you'll understand why I wanted to read it in this order. Now the Lord is that spirit. I quote the scripture often. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Okay? Some people go, I got liberty. Yeah, that, that's true. I use that scripture for that too. But when you go ahead and read verse 18, you've got liberty, you've got freedom, you've got uh, the teaching, the understanding to change. Amen. If you've been bound today by whatever you've been bound with or tied up, I'm going to pray to break those chains so that you can change. 
You're going to look in, in, in the mirror, and you're going, to see, you're going to see a reflection. You're not going to be patted on the back. Oh, yeah, bro, let's just keep going, praying for you. It'll all turn out in the wash. Men pleasers, pleasing men. Women pleasers, pleasing women. God speaks the truth. Amen. As I said, this reflects the reality of it. I know some people, they don't like what they see, so they stop reading it. Uh-oh. Or they turn the page. I'm not going to read that chapter. Hallelujah. I trust today, and young people listening to me as well, we can go on with all kinds of, you know, sayings or doctrines or whatever else trying to, this is, this is what you use from this day forward. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me read these two verses before I pray. I just want to read them back to back. Second Corinthians 3.17, Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the spirit of the Lord. I'm not a grasshopper. I don't see myself as a grasshopper. Last week, I brought this into a more modern context, if you remember, where you have false prophets running around saying, we're all sinners. We're not. We're not all grasshoppers, and we're not all sinners. Speak for yourself. Amen. I've been cleansed. A change has taken place in my life. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. A change has taken place in your life. Say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And not only does the image change, what we project, that change, amen, starts right with the heart. Amen. God instigates, God commences that change when he says, you want to come to me? You want to ask me whatever, you know, forgiveness? You're sick and tired. You want to come out of darkness? You want to turn around, whatever? God says, I take out the stony heart. Change begins. Your heart is changed. The stony heart comes out. The heart of flesh goes in. Your heart is changed. Don't tell me there's no change. There's change. Amen. And when you look at yourself in this reflective surface, which is the Word of God, see yourself for who you are. If you have some blemish to get rid of, get rid of it. And don't use cover-up. Just get rid of the blemish. Get rid of the sin. Get rid of the weight. Get rid of whatever and everything that is going to be a hindrance. Ye did run well, the verse we started off with today. Thank you, my brother, for that inspiration. That verse we started off with today. Who did hinder you? Hallelujah. Your enemy. You want to know who? It's your enemy. Today, I'm going to pray in about two minutes. I want you to decide right now. Begin to decide. Wife, decide. Husband, decide. Children, decide. You're looking up at holy mom and dad. Eh, you, may be, you may be fooling your parents, but you're not fooling God. That's just not going to work. Amen. You may be fooling your husband, but you're not fooling God. That won't work either. 
Amen. So make a choice. 60 seconds. Decide today. Say, I need a friend. I need a Savior. I need a Lord in my life. Not a Lord, the Lord in my life. And I believe that is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ fits the bill. Jesus Christ fills that mandate. Jesus Christ came to be that in your life today. Call upon him. Believe it and call upon him. Make him your friend. And even greater, amen, once you're washed in the blood, once you're part of that family, a joint hair and a co-hair with Jesus Christ. As many as received him, John chapter 1, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. If we read a little further on in that chapter, John the Baptist pointed to him and he said, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. His name is Jesus Christ. 30 seconds, and I'm going to pray. Another spirit, hallelujah, as you ask God for forgiveness. If you're there, brother and sister, stand and pray with me. Put your hands up in the air already. Let's talk to God. And pray, someone, you don't know who it is. Maybe it's your wife or your husband or your children or your grandchild somewhere. If they're not listening now, pray that they receive the, a spirit or the mind to tune in to in this repeat mode to later on tonight or later on tomorrow. But right now, if you're listening to me right now, whoever you are, you need to decide. Jesus, Lord and Savior, Son of the living God, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth upon him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world by him, that the world through him may be saved. Hallelujah. John 3, 16 and 17. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For what the law could not do, and that it was weak. Or rather, verse 2, for the Spirit of the law of life has made you and I free. Amen. By Christ Jesus. Amen. From the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do. And we know the law came by Moses. The Bible teaches us. But grace... Hallelujah. Which we're going to ask God today. Grace and mercy. Be merciful unto me. Amen. Grace and liberty. Grace and salvation came by Jesus Christ. For the law couldn't do it. For what the law could not do, and that it was weak in the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin of the flesh. That from this day forward, ye shall not walk after the flesh, minding the things of the flesh, but ye shall walk after the spirit to mind the things of the spirit. Praise God. That's our call unto righteousness. If the spirit, amen, that raised up Christ from the dead dwell in you, shall also quicken your mortal body. And I pray this quickening spirit right now into every one of us that is listening. Hallelujah. If we've been living with that spirit in us, I thank God today. It's strengthened, praise God. We're removing any, every iota of doubt. Every seed the size of, of leaven is removed today beyond a shadow of a doubt. My foundation is sure. It's solid. It's impeccable. It's unmovable. It's immutable. I'm not going anywhere, praise God, because my house is built on a rock today. But there's some people listening, not quite sure. And I pray for them that their faith, amen, today, which they have received, amen, faith cometh by hearing because of the word of God, because of what we read, the scriptures that I quoted, hallelujah, has given them increase. 
Praise God. Increase to know that in this world, we die. Praise God. Of this world, we're, we're done. Hallelujah. We need to be saved. We need to be born again. We need to come out from among them. Touch not what is unclean. Be ye separate, thus saith the Lord, as we awake unto righteousness and sin not. This is God calling. This is God speaking to. I don't know who he's speaking to today, but God's speaking to somebody today listening to me right now. Through his spirit, this is the spirit of God talking to you right now. Amen. If your heads are bowed, if your eyes are closed, don't look around. Don't be distracted. Don't look at the time. I don't care if the food is burning up in the oven because I'm running late or I talk too long today. What's important is your soul right now in Jesus' name. Doorbells ringing, phones ringing, off the hook. It makes no difference to me. What's at stake is your soul right now in the balance. Right now. The writing is on the wall. Look at it. Amen. I held this up. Praise God. See what it says. Read what it says. Praise God. That's where it is right now. Amen. The writing is on the wall. You take that writing off the wall, get yourself a new heart, the heart of flesh, and God will begin to write his commandments, his precepts, his ordinances on the wall. You'll understand the visions. You'll understand the revelations. Praise God. Why? Because awake unto righteousness. I'm praying. This is my prayer today. Everyone in front of me, their hands are raised. At home, I trust you doing the same thing. Young people, listen. I know you're, you're facing your friends tomorrow in the schoolyard and on the playground and inside the classroom and teachers. Amen. I had to face, I think, more, I, well, maybe not, more difficulty with my teachers or my, cla or my classmates, but one or the other. Greater is he that is in you right now in the life of all our children. The children that were here this afternoon, Lord, I pray, and that are still here, every single one of them as they go to school on the school bus, as they walk to school, praise God, they'll, they'll be standing uh, in, in full posture knowing that, praise God, who is in the, Jesus Christ is alive and he's alive and he lives in me. Confess that, young people, praise God. Whatever our educational system is, you know, taking knocks and pot shots at the word of God, it's not going to disturb our faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Devils and lying spirits uh, from the pit of hell trying to have us uh, re, uh, you know, come up with a new conception on what all this is about. This is about Jesus Christ, the, the son of the living God who came and shed blood for us. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. He was wounded because of my transgressions. He was bruised because of my iniquities. And by his stripes, 39 stripes across his back, by his stripes, ye are healed. In Jesus' name, listening to me right now. You can claim Jesus Christ as a Savior all these years. Believe that if he saved you, he's healed you right now. In Jesus' name. Devil wants you to believe otherwise. Amen. Jesus can save just as well as he can heal, and Jesus can heal just as well as he can save because that's who Jesus is, Lord. And I pray this into the lives, into the hearts and minds, into the souls of all my brothers and sisters, everyone listening to me today, no matter what their ailment is. They need a job. They need to get off welfare. They need to get off unemployment. Doors need to be open. The phone will ring right now because we are busy serving you in Jesus' name. So, if there's someone right now asking for forgiveness, you said you would forgive them as far as the east is from the west. Asking for your mercy, Lord, be merc God be merciful unto me, a sinner. That's where it starts. 
That's what takes you out of your sin. That's what takes you out of bondage and brings you into this marvelous light, into this life, which is Jesus Christ. Ask for it and you shall receive it. Spirit of the living God, be upon that soul right now. In Jesus' name, however old, no matter their age, no matter where they're at, praise God for salvation, healing, and deliverance today. In Jesus' name. I am thankful for the message that we received, not only in French, but in English as well, the scriptures that we read. It's given us a boost. It's sharpened us. Hallelujah. We're going to be more attentive to what we hear, to what we look at. Hallelujah. So that nothing, no weight, no sin, Everything that beset, we're all surrounded, it's all around us. We're beset by all these things. But none of it shall keep us from running. None of it shall keep us from pressing toward the mark. Hallelujah. For the prize. Say it with me. Confess. For the prize. I'm in it for the prize. I'm not stopping halfway. I'm not stopping three quarters of the way. The Bible says some people will get to the door and knock. And Jesus will say, I don't know who you are. I'm not opening up the door. Can you imagine? Hallelujah. Today, praise God. I thank God. Lord, I pray into the lives of my brothers and sisters, the strength, the courage, the anointing. Praise God. The zeal, the boldness. Praise God. I mean, we don't stop, but we press and we press and we press. We run with patience. Hallelujah. The race which is set before us and we're going to make it in Jesus' name. Praise God. We are going to make it in the name of Jesus Christ. Everyone listening to me say, I'm making it. Hallelujah. I've not stopped. I'm not hindered. Amen. I'm running. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray these things. Hallelujah. And if you decided today, today's a good day to make this change in your life. If you decided, calling upon God, God is there. He will answer. Begin to worship him. Begin to thank God. Make him Lord and Savior in your life. Stand before the mirror. You begin to read. You begin to see things. Up. Oh, got to get rid of that blemish. Okay. Praise God. Amen. This is what I'm supposed to look at. I'm not a grasshopper. I'm not a sinner. Amen. I'm not somebody that, that will be crushed by the enemy. I am a child of the living God today. Praise God. Amen. This is who you are or who you can be in Christ. Today is the day. Make that decision. Praise God. And don't let anything hinder you. Don't let anything bother you. Don't let anything destroy what you have received from God today. Continue to read this word. Continue to read this Bible in its fullness. Praise God. As Caleb. Caleb had another spirit. He didn't have the spirit that the liars had. Those unbelievers had. He had another spirit. Praise God. And I thank God today with the spirit of the Lord, with these words of spirit of life, today you will live with this other spirit and this will make a difference in your lives today. Praise God. Amen. So I want you to be blessed this way. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Lincoln. I love you all. I thank God for the scriptures, for the word of God that's, that's in your hands today. Take a look. Look at, amen. Look at what's reflecting. Look at what it's saying. Look at what it's telling you. It's telling you truth. Amen. There's no lies in this book. Praise God. It's telling us for who we are and what we need to be in Christ. Praise God. A son, a daughter, not a grasshopper, not a sinner, amen, not lost, not destroyed, not a victim, but we are victorious from glory to glory, amen, from mercy to mercy, from victory to victory. This is who we are in Christ, praise God. So until the next time we see each other, my name is Lincoln. I love you. Thank you so much for listening to That's the Truth. Be blessed, praise God, and walk, believe, and work with the right spirit, with God's spirit in Jesus' name, praise God. And the promises of God, they're yours. In Jesus' name.
Hallelujah. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. And let's give him a good hand. Praise God today. Well, I trust the word of God has blessed you today. God has given us a generous portion of our daily bread. All the glory be unto God. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Remember, you can see the video and audio files of this teaching on our YouTube channel, That's the Truth, as well as our Facebook page, Link with God. Please share these links with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Stay tuned. There's a lot more of the word of God coming right up. My name is Lincoln, and you're listening to That's the Truth.